Elkhart County is a place where quality craftsmanship, innovation, and collaboration result in a well-crafted life. With an appreciation for all things handmade and homegrown, we leave our mark on everything we hold. Elkhart County is well-crafted. Welcome to the people and places along the Heritage Trail in Elkhart County, Indiana podcast. Hey, this is Amanda, and I am back with another great, well-crafted person here in Elkhart County. I am so excited to welcome Jesse with the Goshen Brewing Company here to talk about a really cool event you've got coming up. Hey, Jesse, how are you? Doing great. Hey, thanks for having me. So next weekend is GoFest. Can you tell the listeners a little bit more about that? Yeah, so uh, we've got... Actually, three days of kind of music and fun. Uh, Friday, the 26th of August happens, uh, starts at Ignition Music Garage. So they've got four great uh, bands, some local, some regional acts um, with Go Rounds heading that one up. Tumbley Jumper, Sanchez Agency, and here nor there. Very cool. And now wait, real quick. Ignition Music Garage is right in downtown, right? Correct. A great little music store slash music venue. So think record store, vinyl, and then a great old uh, building. Uh, It was more of a auto garage. That's why it's called the music garage now. So yeah, it's a great place to catch some nationally touring and local acts throughout the year. So we've teamed up with them for Friday night. And those doors on that night open up at six o'clock, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, music starting uh, not too long after that, 6.30 or so. I think that the biggest day, the most fun day is going to be that Saturday night over uh, right at GB Co., right? Yeah, so we need more space, so we're having it on our parking lot. But yeah, right at, at GB Co., we're pretty excited <laughs> for the bands we've got and the food trucks. Uh, some of my favorites that I kind of went after. Um, okay, now wait, is that your favorite musicians or your of, favorite? Some of them, guys? yes. Well, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> I kind of plan for for at least this one, kind of what I liked. And I think everybody else is going to enjoy uh, some of these bands and food and beer. Too. Yeah, oh, of course. I mean, you guys have <laughs> incredible beer. And I'm assuming I, you're going to have a couple of beers on tap. And uh, <laughs> yes, we will have some beers and probably even uh, one of our ciders too that we started oh. doing. But we are brewing a real low alcohol uh, rye pale ale for the event. So one that we can sip on all day and, you know, uh, still enjoy. Still be able to enjoy the bands and the food. (laughs) Absolutely. So on Saturday night, you've got, uh, my gosh, you've got a lot of great acts that are, that are happening. It looks like Future Birds, Liz Cooper. I mean, a lot of really cool bands. And when does that start? So uh, we'll start around 3.30 that day, uh, going till about 10.30 or so. So full day of, you know, music and food trucks and probably a little, we might even have a little vinyl from Ignition uh, Music oh, Garage yeah. here. So yeah, 3.30, La Lacura kicks it off. Lots of folks around the area are familiar with them, and they put on a great rock and show. They do. Yeah. And then we no. got repeat. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. Please keep telling us about the lineup. 
Yeah, so then uh, Repeat Repeat uh, follows them <laughs> up. They're out of uh, Nashville. Uh, great kind of indie, pop rock, surf rock kind of band. Uh, really high energy, lots of fun. And then Liz Cooper, she's also yeah. out of the Nashville region. Um, she's kind of got a nice following and, and doing some great indie rock stuff as well. Uh, really looking forward to her live set. She'll be playing about an hour. Oh, wow. Uh, That's great. Yeah, with about a half hour in between bands to, you know, to, to chill out a little bit, hang out, converse, eat a little food, drink a little beer. Um, Have a little fun. It's yeah, <laughs> Exactly. Hopefully we've got the weather for it. <laughs> and now this, this event does happen rain or shine, right? Yeah, we do have a bigger stage that can handle some rain, you know, barring any major storms or yeah. anything. Uh, you know, it won't get muddy out in the parking lots, you know, that drains well, but hopefully yeah. we're not having to worry about any of that. No, you know what, we, we, you've got a rain contingency in place and you're not going to need it. The weather is going to be perfect. Now people do need a ticket for both Friday and or Saturday night, right? Correct. Yeah. So there's uh different tickets this year. We kind of worked it so that ignition kind of had their thing and yeah. And we've got ours and we would collaborate together on promotional stuff. So it's $20 at ignition Friday night. Yeah. So very reasonable. And then oh, yeah. I feel like Saturday too is 40 bucks. So uh, it's 40 bucks on Saturday to, and you get there in the, in the early afternoon and you can stay all day, right? Yes, correct. You could come and go a little bit if you wanted to walk along the mill race or whatever, but uh, yeah, we'll, uh, have a full day hangout uh, Saturday. That is a great deal for a huge lineup of entertainment. Now, you have some things going on on Sunday too, right? That are a little bit different? Yes. So we're actually finalizing a little bit there. It looks oh. like we got a little sponsor to do a little more live music even on Sunday. But we also oh. have the vinyl wagon. And those will all be just free open to everyone, uh, kind of cap that weekend off with some brunch and we'll have some vinyl wagon uh, spinning some tunes and then stay tuned for a little bit of live act uh, happening that afternoon as well. So if you didn't get enough music on Friday and Saturday, you got a little more. A little bit more on Sunday, that's great. And of course, all weekend, People can grab food and drinks right in downtown Main Street, one of the great restaurants down there. And certainly GB Co. is open and you're going to have your menu items and, of course, the beer and, and all the fun that you normally have. So actually Saturday, the normal brewery won't be open. It oh, that is a good early. advice for yeah. listeners. You're just going to have to get a ticket and enjoy some music. Yeah, so we'll have our kind of barbecue trailer out there. Uh, with some food options. So we'll be doing some fun food options, but also Las Patronas uh, will have their Mexican food truck. And then Ruli's will be there with pizza. So there's some other options, but yeah, and we'll be open Friday night and Sunday normal. Uh, but yeah, we, we're kind of focusing on that event Saturday. So which yep, makes sense. I mean, you guys are putting in a lot of work and that is a huge lineup. Um, if, you know, if the listeners haven't been to GB Co for whatever reason, first of all, they're missing out. Um, but second of all, 
you've got the great green space, you've got a huge parking lot, that connectivity to the Mill Race Trail. There's absolutely no reason why people shouldn't be out enjoying it, especially as we're getting into the late summer and early fall. That's some perfect time to get out there. So Jesse, where can people uh, learn a little bit more information about the bands, grab their tickets ahead of time? Tell us about that. Yeah, so on our website at goshenbrewing.com, you can find links to everything, even ignitions, tickets for Friday night. Uh, if you just go to goshenbrewing.com, you can either just scroll down or go into the events and uh, look at that date uh, as well. Or, you know, for Friday night, you could uh, go on uh, Ignition Music's webpage and get tickets for their Friday night there as well. Um, but we've tried to make it as easy as possible through our website to connect uh, for the weekend. Perfect. And, you know, like we mentioned, you do have an events calendar right on your website, and this certainly isn't the only event that you do all year. Uh, GB Code does a great job at connecting the community, uh, serving up some great food, some great beer, and a lot of fun entertainment. Jesse, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I cannot wait for this event to happen. Um, it is going to be a solid weekend of music in Goshen, and that's really exciting. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. We're we're really excited for this event. So, and I would love to have you back on the podcast. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I am so excited about what kind of uh, beer you are going to have this fall and this winter. So, I'd yeah. love for you to come back and we can talk about all of those fun things too. Absolutely, I always enjoy talking about beer and what. We're going on, so. <laughs> Who doesn't? That's great. Yeah, right. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Hey everyone, it's Sonia here at the Visitor Center, and I'm so excited to welcome back my friend Karen from the Michigan Event Center, the MEC. Uh, we've been having fun over the last uh, few months uh, sharing uh, seasonal activities at the MEC, and today we're uh, getting ready to talk about fall. You know, Karen, I don't know about you, but I'm ready for that fall weather. Uh, I'm ready for it to uh, cool off a bit from our summer season, and uh, I know you have some great things, but we're here in August. Um, do you have some things still happening here at the end of August? Oh, yes, we surely do. We've got a lot of things that are going on at the end of August. Great. Well, I know one big popular thing here at the end of August is that uh, um, amazing food truck event. And it's every Wednesday, right? So you just have one or two left. Yeah, it started June 1st and it runs every Wednesday, 4.30 to 7.30 and through the end of August. Uh, August 31st will be the last day. And what kind of food trucks do you usually get? Are they different ones each week or? Uh, what we have is a variety of food trucks as well as live entertainment that's free to the public as well. And a lot of people from your neck of the woods in Elkhart County coming to join us and the food trucks. So shaved ice, rolled ice cream, authentic Mexican tacos, uh, burgers, gourmet hot dogs. There's just a variety of things that, and if you don't want to sit there or go inside where it's air conditioned, you can take it and go on home and just stop on by and support your local community that way. Oh, I love that. And I love all that festive, uh, uh, what I call fair food or food mm-hmm. truck food. It's it's just fun yeah. to have it different than uh, what I normally cook at home. And my husband likes it too. So. <laughs> So Karen, uh, so then in the fall, September and October, I know one of my favorite events comes up, but tell me a little bit about your activities that you have planned so far for the fall. 
Right. So in the fall, um, I'm going to just highlight real quick the end of August. We had to move the Indiana Pulling League outdoor tractor pull to the 25th, 26th of August. Nice. And then it follows directly with the North, North American Clydesdale Shire competition show. That's a three day event the first weekend of September through Labor Day. Well, so before you go on, tell us now a Clydesdale Shire show. What would that be? <laughs> It's uh, it's kind of hard to say also yes. uh, it's the Clydesdale and the Shire horses, the great big horses that are going to be competing for the world finals, like the um, the carriages, those big six horse yeah. hitches. So if you like uh, giant horses and, and spectators, visitors can come and just see the horses in action uh, that first weekend in September. Or September. There's an admission charge for that mm -hmm. as well, but it's per day. You don't have to buy a weekend pass or anything like that, but there's things going from early in the morning into the evening. Normally the shows that you uh, that are the most popular are toward the late afternoon, early evening. Um, the, the world finals, of course, will be on that Saturday on the 17th of September. September. And then following, there's some other horse events that are going on that are uh, horse sales that are very big with the North, North American Dutch Harness and Frisians. But our highlight of the fall in September is the Fall Crafters Fair. Yes, that now that's is my a really favorite. big deal. Yeah, that's that one for me too. Oh, I love shopping at that. I love going with my uh, sister-in-laws and we gab and we chat and we enjoy. Uh, so yeah. tell us a little bit about that Fall Crafters Fair. Yeah, Fall Crafters Fair is from uh, 10 to 8 on Thursday and Friday, the 29th and 30th of September, and then it's from 9 to 4 on Saturday, October 1st. Uh, Saturday, the October 1st is for the kids. It's a, a fa free face painting, train rides, petting zoo. There's vendors from through all three days from uh, soap making, basket making, people who uh, make mulled ciders or games and things that you can play as a family. So it's a good place to do your Christmas shopping, which is what I normally do during those days. Oh, I do too. And it's huge. I had no idea the amount of vendors that participate in this event. Uh, your, your space is quite large. Do you have any idea, just an estimate of how many vendors might participate? Yeah, it should be close to 100 to 120, but there's going to be a cornhole tournament going on as well. So you can sign up for that. Uh, we'll have the food trucks back. We'll have all this authentic food there. Uh, there's be a lot of things that you can you can do, not just shop. Oh, I agree. And it's uh, such an, uh, an excellent event, like you said, to kind of kick off that fall uh, holiday season. So uh, then you're into October, you mentioned, and uh, perhaps mm -hmm. into November. So I know you've got things on your calendar that are fun then too. Yeah, something really unique and very new to us is the 14th and 15th of October. It's not a mech show, but we're hosting the show. It's mm -hmm. the Michiana, first ever Michiana Women's Conference. Oh. It's a, like a spiritual retreat and it's, it's mainly, it is only for women. Uh, they do have their tickets on sale at the moment. It is not a mech event that we are putting on, but I'm trying to really encourage it. So groups of women can enjoy uh, some fellowship, uh, good food, seminars, uh, motivational speakers. It's just a, a Friday and Saturday full of fellowship and worship and a, a very good place to go. Then after that is the circus. Like we have oh. the Shipshwana Majestic Circus. I really like to change the name of it because there are no animals other than a dog show. There are, this is more an acrobat, 
a variety show with jugglers and high wire and some things that just scare me a lot that I won't talk to you about, but it's fun to watch. Well, I will tell you, Karen, uh, my family and I enjoyed that circus so much. And I would agree with you. Our expectation was a lot of different types of animals, uh, but it was much more diverse in entertainment uh, than what you might expect. Uh, and I would highly recommend it. It was fun. And the highlight, I don't know if I can share or, or not, was the big um, like four wheel thing. Um, my great nephews yeah. were just like in awe of that event where they went circling so fast yeah. in this globe thing and the lights and the, the noise. Oh, it was exciting. <laughs> yeah, for, for me too. And when I watch them practice, sometimes they have oopsies when they practice. So it's a it's it's frightening for me because I don't like loud noises and that sort of thing. <laughs> and I don't like the smell, but it's it is for thrill seekers and it is it really is a talent to be able to have four quad motorcycle type things and a person standing inside a very small globe when only one of them could really stand on the floor so they're moving up down left and right and it's just fun to to see the kind of talent that that we've brought in here oh i would say and the whole event really is very uh engaging um there's lots of different things to do before the event starts. So we got there early and I would encourage any listener who wants to go get there early because there were games and activities, uh, bounce houses, all different kinds of stuff. Right, Karen? There's mm, things we'll be back. exactly right. That's right. And this might be something that if you're in town, say you're going to the Blue Gate for a performance, a show or something, and that ends Saturday, this particular circus is open on Sunday at two o'clock in the afternoon. So you it would give you another addition to your weekend if you wanted to top it off and food is available there so if even if you are coming to uh, j- just to come to some of the other events you might want to just pop in there because there'll be food on Sunday Yes, I would agree. And that's an excellent opportunity that Sunday afternoon is a great family day. And that's certainly a family event. Um, But you specialize in a lot of those programs for families, as well as those who have special interests. Now, I think you have some other activities happening after, after that event, though, don't you? do. Of course, our biggest one, PBR, but the second largest is our Shipshawana Ranch Rodeo. First weekend in November. It's also the lighting of the town of Shipshawana. A parade is going on in town in early uh, or late afternoon, early evening. And then we moved the the ranch rodeo to start at seven so that we could be in time for the for the parade because we'll be in the parade as well. But the ranch rodeo has some weird stuff that I like to say it. It's uh, wild cow milking uh, team trailer. Wait, 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 Karen, what is wild cow milking? (laughs) I had to ask the same. I did exactly the same thing. I said, are you kidding me? It is a wild cow. There are teams and they have to milk the cow. They have a little cup and they have a a certain portion they have to get in that cup. And then they have to run over to a container in the arena and pour it in. And the first team to get to that maximum that they're supposed to have is the winner, but they have to do it while the cow's running around in the arena. And it, it's hilarious. It's really it's funny. It's hilarious. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know, first of all, there were, were wild cows, let alone. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's it's fun because they do, well, they do team trailering where the whole team has to pick out a, like, I, I guess there is a gentleman that tells them it has to be a particular number or the horse kind of rounds up one Uh, there's a guy on a horse and then they say okay maybe it's number 47 
the whole team has to try to corral that number 47 and get him in the trailer without the others getting in it as well. So it's it's kind of a fun thing because usually these cows know they have to go in there and they don't want. <laughs> so it, they, they might fake you out and get close and then they make a dart off to the side. So it's funny to watch. It doesn't hurt. There's no animals harmed in any of this. Sure, it's um, just so simple fun. It's just fun, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's ranch work. It's, and we have a lot of local teams like Yoder Meat and Cheese is uh -huh. there in Chipshawana. They are a proud sponsor of this event as well as they have teams because they have their own ranch where they raise their own um, cattle. Well, I was just asking, uh, thinking to myself, I wonder if anybody could put a team together. Like, even if you're a yeah. novice, do you have to be experienced to? Uh, you know, I don't think so. I oh. think if you're brave enough to do it without having much experience, they'd, <laughs> it'd be entertaining. <laughs> it would be uh, even more so if I were doing it. Well, that just sounds uh, great. And you mentioned that uh, first of November component and activity, and we want to bring you back and, and talk more about all of the holiday stuff, uh, uh, because I know there's so much great stuff going on there at the Mac. But anything else to wrap up here for the fall uh, before sure. Thanksgiving that we might want to share? Because I know you always have something going on there. Yeah, there's always it's a after this next weekend, we won't have another free weekend until the first of June in 2023. So we're oh, double wow. booked and the whole building is moving all the time. Um, after that is a, a furniture auction. Uh -huh. That is a, a highlight. So that will be the second weekend in November, as well as the, they call it the Yida Horse Show. It's the Youth Equestrian Development Association. Okay. So you don't have to have a horse to come to that event. It's free to come in. Nice. You just come and if you want to learn how to ride a horse, they'll teach you how to do it. Oh, fun. and then that that should be fun. Uh, that's the same weekend. The following weekend, we have the Superior Morgan Horse Sale. We'll probably have about 800 horses at the building. Uh -huh. So we have to put the entire trade show, change it into a stall barn, put a floor in, put temporary stalls, which we do often. Uh, so because these these events are so big. And it, it will take three days to sell 800 horses. So, so, so 800 horses from Northern Indiana or from all over the country? All over the country, mainly in the Midwest, but it, you know, it may be from Kentucky. It might be from Pennsylvania. It might be, well, normally it's in Michigan, Indiana, sure. Ohio, but there will be others coming from, from all around. And are these horses for buggies or for workhorses or fields or just riding um, horses? Leisure? You'd think I would know that, wouldn't you? No, that's <laughs> right. I was just curious. No, they, they, they are, um, I believe that they are buggy horses, but they are not the driving horses. They are the Morgans and the Morgans are, they're as best that I can explain it. For those of you that know Morgans, forgive me for stammering <laughs> around it, but uh, they are just enormous horses they're not big like the Clydesdale but sure. they're, they're kind of big I know that I've seen a few and heard that a few people use them for their buggies but I'm not sure if they're workhorses buggies or uh, I'm not 100% sure but they are in great demand I can believe that well you have just a wide nice variety for all different types of people if they're interested in furniture collectibles crafts with your fall crafters festival fun food and entertainment. And what I love is that many of the events are free to the public and those that have a ticket are reasonably priced. So Karen, if people want some of those tickets and want to check out those count, that calendar that we mentioned, where do they go to find out more information? Sure. You'd go to our website. It's Michiana events with an S.com. 
and or you can call us. Uh, the number is on that web page as well, and there'll be somebody to answer it. You can usually maneuver your way through our web page or check us out on Facebook, mm -hmm. Instagram. Uh, Facebook always has the list of events and lots of detail there. Oh, I do. I follow it on Facebook and I love to see the photos and that's how I stay in the loop myself. So I encourage everybody to yeah. do that. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us, Karen. Um, our time, I can't believe we just talked too much, um, but we'll catch up. We'll get back together and talk about all about Christmas because uh, there's great things happening then. Um, thank you, Karen, for joining us from the Michigan Event Center. And to all of our listeners, uh, we hope you enjoyed this. All right, I'm going to wrap up this great episode with some fun events happening here in the Elkhart County Parks. And I've got Krista and Felicia with me. Hey, ladies, how are you doing? Great. Good. Thanks for so, having us. Absolutely. And we always enjoy having all of our parks on, but the Elkhart County Parks Department does such a great job planning so many fun events. And I know we only have just a little bit of time to cover a lot of events that you've got coming up. So Krista, can you tell us a little bit more about what's happening next weekend? It sounds like a really cool event. It's the Cast Iron Cookout and Swap Meet. Yeah. So this is gonna, this is actually an event that kind of evolved from a just a general kind of informational thing about cast iron cookware. And so it has gotten a lot bigger. <laughs> so this year it's a cookout. It's also a swap meet. So if you are an enthusiast and you want, you have some, you know, equipment you want to share or trade or sell, that's an option this year. There's also going to be, again, the like informational sessions um, and also really good, yummy things to taste too. Oh, wow. All of the above in one event. Wow. That's incredibly cool. Now, where does this happen? Yeah, so this will be at Bonneville Mill County Park. It's in the feedlot shelter, which is like right across the road from the mill itself. Oh, perfect. It's That's fun. really easy, absolutely easy to find. And we talk about Bonneville Mill on this podcast a lot because it is stunningly beautiful there. And we always like to say it is the most Instagrammable spot here in Elkhart County. <laughs> you know, another really cool Instagrammable spot that we have is a pumpkin by nature trail. And Felicia, You've got a couple of things planned uh, that activate that trail from a county park standpoint. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so we actually recently were able to refurbish some old park ranger bikes. So we've been oh. doing a lot more bike programs. And one of those is a bike hike, which we actually have one coming up early September. And that's kind of a self-paced. You have a naturalist leading the way, but you can go, you know, stop, look at the blooms, talk about the birds, but you can also feel it out and just, you know, cruise down the pumpkin vine. And when you see that you have a naturalist with you, they can help explain some of the things that you're seeing. So it's more than just a beautiful trail. It's really getting to know what's along the trail. Yeah. So that's the really nice part. So it's a long enough um, set program. It's longer than the ride would be, but that allows time to point out things, stop, talk about them. And so if someone were to want to go on the pumpkin vine on their own, they'll know a little bit more for the next ride. Oh, that is very cool. And that's, you know, we are a little bit later in the season, but that's something that is ongoing, right? Yeah, so uh, we've done a few. And like I said, we have these new bikes. So that'll be something to keep your eyes on for some more bike programs exploring those. Pumpkin Absolutely. Bikes. 2023 is going to have a lot of bike related events. <laughs> yeah, we got we to gotta use them. 
<laughs> Absolutely. And you know, you do a really good job at making the programming available for all ages and you've got activities for kids. So Krista, kids probably aren't quite as involved in the cast iron, but what are some of the kid-friendly programs that you've got coming up this late summer and early fall? Yeah, so we definitely do them for all ages. Um, a couple of the programs, we do a monthly program called Nature Nuts, which is for preschool kids, age kids three to five. Um, it's a different theme every month, but it's usually like the first Tuesday and Wednesday of the month. Um, lots of fun. We do snack and story and games all around the theme, whatever it might be for that month. And then the next age up would be six to nine-year-olds. We do trail trekkers, which kind of bounces from park to park to exploring different trails. And again, along a theme. So yeah, we try to just get kids out, um, experiencing new places, meeting new people. Those two particular ones are for geared more towards homeschool kids. Oh, but yeah. we do offer a lot of like Friday night at the museum, which has some cool stuff at, at the museum up in Bristol, our county historical museum. And so there's just lots of fun things to do for families and kids. Absolutely. And I mean, we've talked about some really active things. And as summer's winding down and school is back in session, I think we've got some parents that probably want to recover from a long summer with their kids at home. And Felicia, the Elkhart County Parks Department puts together monthly yoga, which is a little bit more um, relaxing and restorative. Can you tell the listeners about that program? Yeah, so that's gone on for a few years now, and it's led by Amanda Loesch with, I believe it's now Innate Yoga, mm -hmm. um, and she does those, I believe it's the third or fourth Thursday um, from May to September, and she sets up at Cobus Creek, uh, six o'clock, and um, she has a few mats available, but she also encourages people to bring their own. You can even bring, I've seen people bring beach towels. Um, oh, yeah. And it's a nice relaxing, again, geared towards um, all yoga levels. And she just leads you through a nice, peaceful uh, yoga session. And Yogi Amanda does do um, a great job with those programs. And I've been to a couple of her sessions and I am not flexible, but she definitely makes sure, um, you know, that you're getting the benefit and that you're having fun most of all. So September is such a huge month. You know, we've covered some events, but one of the workshops that you've got coming up is a summer upcycling workshop. Krista, what's that all about? Yeah, so that's a fun workshop where you get to kind of be creative. Um, you're going to turn something that maybe you would discard into something new. Um, for example, like a t-shirt, an old t-shirt into a cool like grocery bag that you can reuse with your purpose. Maybe um, a newspaper into beads or something, you know, so there's going to be some ideas there, supplies given, but if you have some things you want to repurpose too, um, Felicia's actually leading that program, but um, it'll be Friday, September 23rd at 630, also at Cobus, and uh, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun just being creative and repurposing things you might have thrown out. And Felicia, people do need to register for that, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. And you and can do that Go ahead. I was going to say, you can do that on our website, elkhartcountyparks.org. There'll be a tab that says events. You can see all the events. And then those events that do require registrations, like the upcycling, will have a little button there for you to push. Perfect. I was just going to say, we've covered so much in such a short amount of time. And you gave the website for where people can find out more about the, the county parks overall. I mean, it's not just one park. Uh, 
there are tons of parks across the county and the staff there does a beautiful job maintaining them. And certainly you do a wonderful job activating them and programming them. Felicia, again, what is the website where they can go and learn where the parks are and about the events and stuff? ElkhartCountyParks.org. Perfect. Ladies, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I would love to have you back as we have more events happening in the parks. And certainly it sounds like, especially if we get you on, you know, right at the beginning of the summer, we are going to jam pack everybody's calendars with a lot of fun events all summer. Sounds good. Yep. Right. Learn more about Elkhart County, Indiana at visitelkhartcounty.com and plan your next adventure. Join us next time for more well-crafted stories about the people and places along the Heritage Trail.